right. Episode 21. <laughs> I'm glad you're keeping up. I'm supposed to. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to too. But every time you say episode, I'm like, which episode is this? I don't know. Nah, so... Um, <laughs> Well, welcome back to <laughs> Real Love with Ashley and Brandon. I am Brandon. And I'm Ashley. Um, so we are super happy that you decided to join us yes. today, um, whether it's your first time here or you've been here for the last 21 weeks. Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you for joining us um, on this podcast. We discuss, you know, what does real love look like? And for us, real love is the love of God. And so um, today is no different. Yep. Um, I don't know. I feel like we should we should lead into this in some kind of fun way. My chair is making the most noise, and I've been trying to lean in it like different ways to maybe mm-hmm. get it to stop. It's never done that before. It's but, an old chair. I bought that chair when I was in college. So, well, I bought that chair that? when I bought the old computer that we just replaced. Oh wow! Yeah. So, do you hear it? I hear it. Are you? <laughs> I really was not even doing anything then. <laughs> I was just sitting here. I was halfway holding my breath and it started making like the loudest noise. Mm. Anyways. So um, today we're going to have a little Bible say no. Not today. I mean a mini. I mean, so. I guess. <laughs> no. So we, um, we've just come out of this series and it seems like really like kind of heavy. 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 Mm-hmm. Heavy, heavy. No. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but um, you know what? So no, it felt it felt kind of heavy. So yeah. like, you know, we wanted to talk about something that was I, I shouldn't say lighthearted because it's not really No, it really isn't. But it could be considered comical in some situations, right? But we're talking about Oh, that was my cue. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Christian sayings that are not scripturally based or biblical so it's not necessarily that may not be in there but some things that are taken out of context right um so we're going to just be going over the the latest and greatest (laughs) seven of them or the oldest right there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of things that we've been saying for generations yeah that you know when you break it down it's like that's not not what that says right it's not exactly what that says right we're gonna be talking about that right yeah you know what i hate before we get into this topic we can talk about like things that are like sayings Mm -hmm. that when people try to write them out it's like yo like what are you like minus well have you ever seen somebody say minus well minus well i thought it was might as well it is but like when people on facebook or twitter you see minus well babe Um, i think maybe they're just not they're um, not anyway but that that doesn't even make any sense. Right. Who's who's typing minus well? You ever seen Flaming Young? No. No, no, no kids on fire, but it, it's steak. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you serious? I literally had to think hard. Like, what is he talking about? Yeah. No, like I would have read that. Like what? <laughs> that's a, that's a thing. Um, oh man! I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Like I think those were the two. Like. Really Sorry for your lost that one. Ah, oh, I hate those. That that uh I see that one way. That uh sorry guys, somebody's clearly racing in the apartment complex. Rum, rum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that one really like I would be the one, like if they said it to me, I'd be like, What what did I sorry for my lost? And it's I, 
But, I see that one so often. And and you know what? Maybe no. No. Mm. I was thinking about the keyboard, but no. That don't even make sense. Because mm. it's the L-O, L is to the right, and so is the O up top, and the S is to your left, and then you got to go up to press the T. So you did it on purpose. Like, you don't even know. I don't know. You know, there was something that, like, I used to always clown people for, and then I got an iPhone and realized the phone, like, will autocorrect to whatever that thing Oh, maybe was. they're on their phones. Maybe. Oh, look. See? Positive thinking. You got to proofread, though. <laughs> I've done things like that before. You know what's bad? When I was on Facebook, I keep saying that, but I'm not on Facebook nearly as often, like seriously. Um, but when I was on there like every single day and I would post stuff or whatever, if I, and I would do it to Brandon too. Mm. If we posted something and it was like, there was a letter off or we missed punctuation or whatever, I was, he would screenshot circle and be like, just type what it's supposed to say. And I would do the same thing to him. Um, so yeah, it definitely it definitely is helpful to have. I think that was a little too much, but still, <laughs> I think it helps to have people have people to help you out a little bit right. sometimes. I saw this thing. It was a meme. And it was like some girlfriend did something to the boyfriend and wrote him an apology letter. Oh no. And as opposed to him like being like, Oh, thank you for this letter, he proofread it did what a red pen went through all the grammar and spelling mistakes okay. and sent it back to her. Yeah. It's wild. I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> like, but you know, I do that in, uh, in my group chat at my job, right? Like we oh. will, we debate over the dumbest subjects, right? Just whatever. Right. So you'll see like somebody's really heated trying to articulate their point. And you got their point, but I'll always be the one with a little asterisk. Like, I can't. You're that one. I can't. Because it's fun. Like, All right, babe. All right, babe. Drop the beat. We got to start. Great. So (laughs) let's go ahead and get into this, y'all, because we love you so much. However, we got to go to bed. (laughs) So number one on our list, as if y'all can actually guess and we can hear your guesses, moderation in all things so when we're talking about when we go through these we're going to give a little bit of like maybe some scenarios quickly Mm. you know Mm. um like maybe what people are thinking you know because we want to think positively okay so we don't want to just throw people under the bus and then put it in reverse and hit them again that's not okay in reverse (laughs) terry anyway so (laughs) moderation in all things. So, babe, when you hear somebody say that, what's usually the situation? Uh, the situation, right? I hear it in diets a lot. <laughs> and then, like, typically it's like, oh, I drink a little bit. You know, everything in moderation. Let like me tell you something before you continue. Okay. Let me tell you something about the whole diet thing or whatever. Okay. That's something I used to live by, too. Uh-huh. But, and I mean, everyone is different. So if you're different as far as we're talking about diets, okay, we're not talking about a little bit of, a little bit of crack and all that. No. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if anybody wants a little bit of crack. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That wasn't a good example. But. (laughs) Boy, hush. (laughs) Sprinkles of crack. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. That wasn't a good example. That was just the first thing that popped in my head, which is so weird. But anyways. (laughs) It's really. 
Yes, pray for me, guys. You're not praying, okay? (laughs) We're supposed to be getting through this quickly. Gosh, happens every time. You wrote a year's worth of notes. No, okay, no. These notes actually are not. Uh Don't try to play me, babe. They're not long. It was two pages. Anyways, so. (laughs) Anyways, with the diet, I don't know about you guys, but if I when I was trying to tell myself. Oh, I mean, you know, everything in moderation is it's all good or whatever. And I would try to have like a piece of cake, like just a little piece. Then I wanted another piece. And then I want another piece. And I was just like, you know what? I've already just like gone off the rails. Let me just get a regular slice. And then I ate the regular slice. And then later that night, I was like, now I want a piece of pizza. And then it was like, I got to have some soda to go with the pizza. And now I need some ice cream. And then the next day I'd be like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and get a burger. And I want bacon on it. I want some cheese. Like, you know, and it just continues. So it. my point is like that. Wow. I got a stomach ache. Just think about all that stuff. But anyway, that's a lot of things. That's disgusting. But anyway, so that's not the exact scenario. But my point is normally when I hear people say that, like the next time I see them, it's like, oh, well, so this is what happened. And this is where I was. And, you know, when you say, how was your weekend or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then like when I was working in the office full time, then it was like, oh, well, I did this with this person or I did that. And we went out and, mm. you know, and I got a little too drunk. What does that even mean? A little too drunk? Um, how do you how do you get a little drunk? I'm confused. I don't know. I guess a little too drunk is like when you're embarrassingly drunk. Like when people see you the next day and you're like, I don't remember seeing you yesterday. They're like, Haha, I saw you. Anyway, so <laughs> yay. We're not we're not gonna go there. Remember that time we did sound check and you were like, This is how I'm gonna be talking? Oh, I'm too loud now? Mm-hmm. Turn me down real quick. <sighs> All right. And through the magic of editing, that took no time at all. I cannot at all better yeah okay yeah okay did i turn you down too much look i was really looking at it like oh, oh wait no, no i'm no, 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 there you go <laughs> there, that there was so is. funny you looked at it like no 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 you're good anyway so that's that's usually so that's what i have to say as far as like moderation in all things or whatever but go ahead the right. situations that you're usually in no 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 it's just that's what that's what i said you know mm-hmm. i mostly hear it when it comes to like diets like oh you yeah. don't eat that you want that i mean everything in moderation you know what i'm saying right like it's just people's excuse to be lazy and not be disciplined you better right? say that um but anyway pretty much so is there a b- biblical basis for this saying <clears throat> is it have we taken it out of context or is it just not there First Corinthians. Okay, I'm not going to do that to y'all. Okay, First Corinthians <laughs> six. So chapter six, verse twelve. And I am reading. I have too many things that are highlighted. I was like, what? Um. Oh, you know what? I'm going to read it in um the King James version because people know it more. There we go. Okay, First Corinthians six twelve. This is the King James version. Version. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. So, um, yeah, you can have a piece of cake, but 
that may not be the best thing for you. Right. So just because you can does not mean you should. Exactly. Number two, (laughs) once saved, always saved. So no matter what I do, no matter what I say, no matter who I flip off, I am still saved. I'm just saying this is real love. What's crazy is I had never heard that saying, like once saved, always saved. I'd never heard so that. So I've never heard today. people say that exactly. Mm-hmm. But I have heard people explain why there's no such thing as being backslidden. Mm. There's no such thing as rededicating your life because you're already saved. Gotcha. And so there, not that there's basically there's no reason to come back to God because you're already there. All you have to do is just say, sorry, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then that's it. Like, there's no reason to feel like, Oh no, I messed up. Like I, and this is an extreme example, but I mean, say you go through some trauma, you know, you lose somebody really close to you and you end up, you know, drinking your worries away or trying to. Mm -hmm. And so you end up being an alcoholic for 10 years Mm -hmm. and you know, doing all sorts of stuff. And then you're like, goodness gracious, what happened to my life? And we all have things. So even though that seems extreme for some people, it may be pornography. And it's like, dang, I've been watching porn since I was 12. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And this mm-hmm. is my thing that I've been using to drown my whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and then you're like, this is not how I'm supposed to be living mm-hmm. because sin separates us from God. Right. The Bible says so. And we're going to go through some other scriptures, too. Um, so so let's make a distinction real quick then. Yeah. Um, because I think depending on where some of us grew up, right, the rededication may some people may just say, okay, oh, I walked down the aisle at church. That that's what <clears throat> that means, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, when we're talking about repentance, all that is is turning away from the sin, as opposed to just saying I'm sorry. And then, yeah, do it, going right back to whatever. Exactly. Was yeah. So I was not referring to the act of getting out of your seat and going down the aisle. Right. I mean that it's all a heart thing. Like you know what I'm saying. You right. can get get up and walk down to the altar every Sunday. That right. just means that you walk to the altar. Like that's. I mean, great job. Right. But <laughs> but um, I'm moving away a little bit. I no, keeps, keeps looking at it like she's so loud. No it's one. so. So, I don't know why it's so it's loud. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't. I just don't want it to be a thing where like we just ignore it and then I go back to edit. And I'm like, dang, we gotta do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, uh, you're good. Yeah. Um. So I'll try not to scream, guys. So, um. So this was one thing that I thought about, and I was like, okay, well, maybe people are thinking of this, but they're still that's. Still not. Anyway, Romans 838. You guys know this one, I'm sure. Um, And this is King James Version. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, Mm -hmm. which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yeah. So we're talking about the love of God. We're not talking about because it doesn't say like nor sin shall separate (laughs) like i mean you know i'm saying like god's love is unconditional yes but that does not give us 
the right to just go on sinning like that. Well, I think we have to make sure we we understand that the presence of love is not the absence of consequences. Right. Right. Like, I love Leia, and we talked about this last week, the importance of us disciplining our, disciplining our children, right? If we love them, then it is on us to correct them. Mm-hmm. And it's up to us to follow through on the consequences of their actions or else they won't learn. Exactly. Right. So just because Leia is on punishment this week doesn't mean I don't love her this week. Right. Right. There's nothing she can do that's going to separate her from my love. I'm always going to love her. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. She can go out, right, right, right. scream, whatever. That's that's that thing. Right. Right. Like I love her regardless. Mm-hmm. But there are things that she can do to take herself out of harmony with us. Right. Like there are things that she can do that unfortunately cause us to have to separate ourselves in certain situations. Right. But. That's a whole separate thing from our from our love. Exactly. And that's how God views us as well. Right. His promises are conditional. So it's an if then thing. Like, okay, if you do this, then here's what's gonna happen as a result of it's a consequence. Right. As a result of you deciding that, you know what? I'm not sure. Like you were saying on the other podcast, I don't really care about the consequence. This is what I want to do right now. Right. So that's what happens. <clears throat> Hebrews ten twenty six says, For if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. There remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. That's the King James Version. Um, and then <laughs> Galatians 5, 19 through 21, turning your Bibles while I'm turning in mine. Looks like Galatians 5, 19. Yeah, 5, 19. Oh, I didn't highlight that version. Hold on. That's all good. Can you read it? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> All right. So it says the acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So sounds pretty clear. Yeah. Um, Funny story. When I was younger, (laughs) much, much younger, (laughs) when my dad was reading it, I thought he said fractions. (laughs) (laughs) And so I got excited because I didn't like math. And I was like, see, none of them will enter the game. (laughs) Not doing no fractions. I was like, yes, no fractions. Fractions, no witchcraft. (laughs) That sounds all about the same to me. (laughs) I was so excited. And then when I looked at it, I was like, What's factions? <laughs> no, no fractions. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. great. <laughs> right. You know what's interesting? And I'm not going to spend too much time on this because it's not a part of our notes. But don't you love how the acts of the flesh are? I mean, it says it right there, right? They're acts. So it's it's, it's all actions, thing that you, things that you do, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the fruit of the spirit, right? Like if you have the spirit, then it's going to exhibit itself in these ways, yeah. Like that's so amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's no fruit of the flesh. There's nothing that you have because of your flesh. It's just it's just you acting out because yeah. you're in the flesh. Right. Mm-hmm. And then being in the spirit gives you access to all these great things. Right. I don't want to say great feelings, but it's just 
That's, anyway, we'll save that for another day. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got you. It is really cool. All right. Number, where are we? Three? Yeah. Spare the rod, spoil the child. So that's not exactly what it says. So the only one that I could find, and if you guys um, <clears throat> can think of another and you want to, I was about to say, text me. I'm not giving y'all my number. Um, you can send us an email. <laughs> send us an email, then that would be great. But what I found was Proverbs, or what I could remember was Proverbs 13, 24. Do you already have it up, honey? Proverbs? I do not. Okay. Give me I one second to up. get to it, y'all. You be taking forever, bro. Do I? You you like you take just as much time as like turning in an actual Bible. I'm sorry because we're talking. I'm looking at my notes and it's trying all to... good. I'm not. I'm just talking so <clears throat> that we can. We're not having dead. Proverbs thirteen twenty four. <laughs> Whoever spares the rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. I'm sorry. I don't know why I was like, is that grammatically correct? I'm I'm tired, guys. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, because you said children, then you said is. That's right. I and I was like, okay, that's what it was. My brain said, uh, what? Right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so whoever spares the rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is care- careful to discipline them. Um, so basically, out of love, you should discipline your children. Um, but spoil, I don't I didn't find that. Like specifically spoil. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah. And maybe they mean spoil the child like they won't be good children. Like not necessarily like, you know, like they won't be good kids or something. Right. Like that. I don't know. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't, I th- it's important, I think, you know, when we're reading Bible verses, right, to one, make sure we get all the context. Yeah. Um, just when it comes like because we, we like to pick out verses. Yeah. Right. And not even read the rest of the chapter. Yeah. And so this is very, I will say, like for both of us i think this this podcast is actually kind of difficult for me yeah. because i'm like i don't read the bible that way right so it's so and i can't we don't have time to go into every chapter like you know what i'm saying right but in Ugh. addition to understanding the context you know in which something was spoken mm-hmm. right you also have to understand the context of the day Mm-hmm. Right. So we have to understand why is this terminology being used? Exactly. What is a rod? important yep and so what we know is that the rod is the shepherd's tool Mm -hmm. right and you're probably most familiar with it from psalm 23 Mm -hmm. right your rod and your staff comfort me right well what is a rod and a staff well to make the long story short they are tools that the shepherd uses to correct the sheep right if a sheep one of the sheep falls off the path or they start going in the wrong direction you use the rod and the staff. It's a really long stick, right? Mm-hmm. To get them back in line, make sure they're going the right way, right? So it is, it's like a steering rod almost, right? You think of like when you're on the road, you start veering in the wrong lane. Well, your steering wheel is helps for that correction to get back in the right lane, yeah. right? And so again, this rod is a tool that's used for correction. It's not a rod that we're using to beat the sheep. Right. Because we're not trying to beat the sheep. We just want the sheep to go where we need them to go. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's the same with our children. So, so often I hear, oh, you spare the rod, you spoil the child as an argument for spanking children, which is not to say that children shouldn't be spanked, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> we, we can't just be out here just 
advocating for violence. Because <laughs> that's not right. That's not what he was saying. And that's not okay. That's right. not okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just thought about Matilda. Use the rod, beat the child is what I always say. Okay. <laughs> and there are, unfortunately, a lot of parents that I've heard, like when their child is acting out in public and they're around their girlfriends or some dads even, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to beat your tail in front of all these people too. Like, right. it's just not. Or when we see someone else's kid acting up, mm, that kid need a whooping. Right. <laughs> Like, and it's like, or not, like maybe let's assess why are they crying? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because hopefully not, Lord knows, but they may be getting plenty at home. Yeah. And that may be why they're acting out. Could like, be. I don't want to go with this person. Right. Or like somebody help me or whatever. And you're just like, mm, beat them. You right. know, like. Right. They may already be being abused. Like, right. that's not. Well, chill out, Miss Sophia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number <laughs> number what four are we on? I, I, I wasn't keeping up. Yeah, so. number four. God helps those who help themselves. So we're gonna split this up, mm. but I'm just gonna go through Romans chapter five, verses six through eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, and this is the NIV version, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, God or Christ died for us. So, um, (laughs) so obviously we couldn't save ourselves. So Christ did that you know dying for us right so that we may have eternal life however mm. i understand that some people may be like but i mean um that's that doesn't cover um you know my husband not getting a job or what well, i don't know if that was even a good example but th- like the practical things mm. um and so there was um a verse that i think you brought up I'm sorry. I was looking for the verse in Second Thessalonians three ten. Okay. Ain't it? I don't even know what we're talking about right now. That's okay. what I was trying to tell you. We literally talked about this one. <laughs> I was I know, but I was sitting there trying to make sure I had the verse and then I just forgot what you had even said. So Court for Man doesn't work. Oh, the one doesn't work. Yeah, 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 Okay. The one that doesn't work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's fine. I didn't look up that verse, but no. So, God helps those who help themselves. Okay, there we go. That w- I was thinking of a different verse before. Go ahead. I'm like, you like that Kevin Hart meme. Just go ahead. But anyway, um, yeah, no. So, the Bible does say, um, 2 Thessalonians 3 and 10 uh, for even when we were with you, we gave you this rule. Why you say it like I didn't just give you the scripture? <laughs> no, I didn't know what you were talking about. No, babe. You like you said it as if you were correcting me. You like Second Thessalonians three no, and ten. Actually, just, not ten, but I wasn't 10. correcting you. No, was, it was just funny the way you said it. I'm sorry. sorry. I, no, I, I was, was gonna bust out laughing anyways. I was <laughs> telling them where we were. I know. Because 
I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> trying to okay. I'm trying to follow all the, the your notes and like just the conversation. I'm okay. So I all was, right, okay. I was over there. I'm so confused then, though, bro. Like we talked about this before we started recording. You were facing. But then we started we talking. Ta- like then we. You didn't take recording. notes while we were talking. I'm not looking at notes. We're having a conversation. <laughs> Babe, for the podcast, you didn't take notes. Listen, I don't. This is oh anyway. I'm out of my element clearly. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> the rule, the one who's unwilling to work shall not eat, right? And so, you know, there certainly is a level of responsibility that God puts on us, mm-hmm. right? If you go through Proverbs, you'll see all of them, right? And and so there certainly is a measure of discipline, of work ethic that God wants to work out in us, right? So... Yeah, God helps us while we're helping ourselves, but that's not all of it, mm-hmm. right? Like we don't just we don't get things because of our work, yeah, right? Because it's God who gives us the ability to work, right? Right, and so what happens is I think a lot of us just we end up with this heart of if I don't have, it's because I didn't do enough, yeah. And we get so focused on the doing that we forget about God, who is the source of everything we're trying to work for anyway. Or we judge other people for not doing. Right. And we diagnose the issue. Well, you're not doing enough. That's why you don't have. Right. Right. And that's a no-no because, first of all, God didn't call us to judge in that way. Right. And... I mean, we we just read it, did we not? I mean, Romans 5, 6. We were all power. No, none of us saved ourselves. Right. So even if you feel like Miss Perfect Polly, like you have just, I made it on my own. I went to Princeton. I got perfect grades. I was never a bad child. And I am the apple of my parents' eye. And I have never, and I have never gotten a ticket. There are some people that do feel that way. Even if you feel like you are just squeaky clean, which, by the way, even that thought process means that you are not. But that's a whole nother podcast. That's a heart thing that you need to check. Um, No judgment. I'm just saying that that's what that is, because I've been there. Um, But we we all had to be saved by God. All of us. Salvation was not something that we just we paid for. Right. Like you didn't order it on Amazon that came you like, see, I got it myself like that. No. Right. Like, let's just be real. If we were, we had it so much going on, God wouldn't have had to come and had to die. Exactly. So. Like how jacked up were we really when you think about it? Like somebody had to give their only son. Right. Like the, their only, their most precious. Their like only just, perfect son. Like, literally their perfect son. Literally perfect. How bad were we? Pretty, pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. Like, I'm just saying, like, when you really sit and not to make this a long thing, but like, I don't think people, including myself, think about it enough. Right. Like, you were really jacked up. Like, mm. you, right. come on. But yeah, so to wrap up that point, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking initiative. And yes, God will meet your initiative. Um, but it's God's grace that allows us to do these things. Mm-hmm. It's not about the work. It's about everything that, you know, he places with it. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. So now we're going to go to number 
five, God works in mysterious ways. So <laughs> um, when I've heard, I'm trying to remember, like when I've heard people say this, it's usually when um, they're either being lazy and they don't want to study something and find out the actual answer. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're not comfortable saying, I don't know. Right. So they just say, well, you know, God works in mysterious ways. There right. are definitely situations that we don't have the answer to all the time. Like, let's say if someone's in a situation where they're like, my mom was in an accident and she passed away. Someone may say, well, God works in mysterious ways. I don't know. And that may not be super comforting. So maybe don't say that. That's not that's, what I'm saying. That's a, that's a I'm just saying that, say. that, that, yeah, that's that I, I'm not encouraging anyone to say that. I'm just saying I've heard situations or people say that in situations like that. But then also um, in others, gosh, I had a really good one. I just lost it. But basically, it's just like, well, if you would read the Bible a little bit more, just little you will understand that it's not that mysterious. Like he said right there. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. But it's like in the moment, if someone asks us a question or there's a situation and you're the believer at your job, mm. um, God works in mysterious ways may not be the best response to that. Right. Um, maybe you should just say, you know what? I know there's something in the word about that. I believe let me research that and then i'll let you know by end of day i'll let you know tomorrow on our lunch break or something like that so what you're saying is god's ways are mysterious to them because they ain't read the book pretty much gotcha yeah god works in mysterious ways in your mind (laughs) the only one in your mind right right but no um no that's real and you know i think about you know church hurt is a thing Mm -hmm. right and so much of what we do, um, certain groups of us, right, is we kind of put this thing on where it's like only certain people can, you know, break down the text. Only certain people um, are spiritually sound enough to read the Bible and know mm-hmm. what it means, right? And then the rest of us just say, oh, the Lord works in mysterious ways and just use that like as a pacifier Mm-hmm. And say, okay, whatever yeah. happens, I'll just you kind of go with the wind because whatever happens is God's doing. Yeah. Right. And it's like it it removes the responsibility that God puts on us to carry out his word. Yeah. Right. So, you know, no, there certainly is room for God's sovereignty. Right. There are certainly things that God is going to do that we are not going to understand his motivations behind. And in those situations, yeah, we got to say, you know well, God, we trust in your sovereignty, right? Maybe we're praying for someone to be healed and then that person dies, right? Like that's something that we, we don't necessarily understand. Why Why did why when we prayed it didn't happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, maybe they'll, in those situations that statement may apply. But for the most part, when I see it or when I hear it, it's us being lazy, not rightly dividing the words of scripture And just settling for whatever, because it sounds like an easy explanation. Yeah. And I think that a better statement may be that um, in God's sovereignty, we may not understand exactly what, why he allowed that to happen. Right. Um, Because when you say God works in mysterious ways, it almost makes it seem like I really don't know him at all. It puts him so far. Right. Like, and he's not, he's such a close, right. A close to me, God, like it's not he's way over there like 
as long as you're drawing to him, like he's he's there, he's right. close. Right. So, but I mean, even in his closeness, he's God and right. he's sovereign. And in his sovereignty, if he so allows or decides to allow something to happen, we may not know why. We may not have the exact reason mm. and explanation to everything. Right. Um, but that's explanation enough to trust that he knows. Right. Um, and that he cares even in our hurt. Right. And I mean, it's so important because we have to be effective witnesses. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll do an episode about this eventually, you know, how to be an effective witness in different situations. But yeah, think about it this way. Right. Let's say your homeboy or your friend, whatever. <laughs> right. In the world? Somebody comes to you like, hey, man, my car has been acting up. I don't know what's going on. Right. You know, anybody that can help me fix it. Yeah, man, take it to my cousin Leroy. He's got a shop down the street, right? Go over here and he'll definitely get you right. Like, tell him I sent you. Fast track you good. Bro, I ain't going to nobody named Leroy. But go ahead. Man, Leroy, Leroy know all about it, right? I need Leroy with the gray shirt with the blue text on it that says Leroy. Yep. No. With the R capitalized for no nope, reason. That's what I need. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway, you go to Leroy. A week later, your car's messed up. Right. And he come back to you like, hey, man, I I, I went to your boy and uh, my car is acting worse than before. And you say something like, I mean, I, I don't really know how he'd be doing and he'd be doing over there, but it always works. So, you know, what I'm saying just just trust him. Just keep going back. You know, so he'll get you right. How much you want to bet brain going back to Leroy? Yeah. Right. And that's how we sound We're like, well, you know, this is the situation. Right. How do I sort this out? Oh, you need to go to church. You need to pray da, 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 da. okay i prayed it didn't happen oh lord works in mysterious ways that's no more certain than anything else and i was it doing almost it almost implies well this one didn't work out but it but it it sounds what's the word i'm looking for you don't sound confident in your god not just that but it, it's like almost like well don't worry about this situation God works in mysterious ways and who knows why, but something else is coming, you know? Uh, and right. it's just, and, and, and it, like, you don't want to just skate over someone's hurt. God doesn't right. do that to us, you know? Right. And so when I've heard people do it, it's almost just like, and I don't think they intend to, but the way it can be perceived is, um, you know, God works in mysterious ways. You know, I don't know, but it's going to be all right. Right. Like you're almost rushing their grief. Like just, it's okay. God is good and get over it. And right. you know, things will get better. Right. Like it's okay. And I think that, um, and that's a, I'm not going to get into it, but I think the believers try to, or they're not comfortable when someone is hurting and when things didn't work out the way they feel like God should have worked it out. Mm -hmm. And so they don't know how to respond. And so they just kind of clam up and say stuff like that. Right. And so then it's just like, okay, well, maybe just be there for them. Mm -hmm. If they lost their daughter and she's crying, sometimes a scripture isn't necessary. Just hug her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. How would you want somebody to respond to you if you lost your mom? Right. I know God is good. Mm -hmm. And they may not even be refuting that. Like, it's just like, just please. Was that the right word? Yeah, that's the right word. I don't know why it felt weird when I said it. Anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But, you know, it's just like, because I've been through that before where you lose mm. someone. It's like, I know all these things and I'm not saying that he's not good. But right, right now, I just need you to hush <laughs> and just hug me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. 
I don't know. And I feel like we just try to be super spiritual. And it's we just like, do. Just we be do. normal. We do. <laughs> good grief. All right, all right. My mom just died. Well, God is good. Like, like what? Just, just <laughs> good wrong with you? grief. It's not a, that's not, what? Who talks like that? Right. <laughs> anyway, what's next on the list? <laughs> Did we did we get to why that's wrong? Did we get to So Romans eleven thirty three and and again, y'all, I <laughs> so I was telling Brandon, like it's funny, it's it's probably not funny, but I found it comical how I remember scriptures. I usually can't remember the beginning of the scripture, mm. but I can remember the end. And I also don't know where it is. So uh, like, I'll, but if someone brings up a situation, I'll be like, there's something that says da, 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 but it'll be the tail end of it. Uh-huh. And then I'll be like, don't know where it is, but I know it's there. And so then I have right. to look it up. So that's how I found all these scriptures, by the way. So pray for me. I'm still trying to, you know, memorize all of these uh, by heart. But anyway, mm-hmm. Romans 11:33 says, um, and this is the NIV. Okay. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable his judgments and his past beyond tracing out. So I've actually heard older people quote that um, after saying God works in mysterious ways. Right. So it's like, listen, he's just too vast and too whatever. Mm-hmm. We're not going to understand everything. So, you know, God works in mysterious ways. So anything I don't understand, I can tag that on there and it's biblical. See? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's laziness, dog. Pretty much. There's, there's, there's no other word for that. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, there's so many scriptures I think about. Right? What is it in? Is it in Timothy? Right, where he says that you know they went and they preached or whatever, and then the people went home and searched the scriptures for themselves mm-hmm. to see if it was true. Right, like that. We have a responsibility. Yeah. Right. If for no other reason than our own soul's well-being to search God in his ways mm-hmm. and search his words, right? Like God work. Anyway. Number six, <laughs> money is the root of all evil. Babe, I'll let you take this. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, as the OJ said. Okay. What? Go ahead, honey. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead. No, so so the scripture says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, you know, we just talked about a couple weeks ago, right? About how Proverbs says, you know, a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, right? Mm-hmm. So if money was the root of evil, we wouldn't be focused on building inheritances. Right. That would mean we were raising evil children. Right? <laughs> right. So <laughs> you got to read it y'all. You got to read exactly what's there, not and not just the one verse like we were saying. I'm mm. sorry I moved my mic. I try not to do that, but, but anyways. No. I mean, now if we're talking about the love of money and greed, yeah. right? Well, that is absolutely true, right? We think about politics and every episode of the first 48 ever. <laughs> and like just any situation where there's just nonsense going on, murder and all sorts of stuff, right? Typically, greed is on the other side of that, whether it's just a simple robbery, whether it's the, oh, she tried to kill her husband for the insurance money, mm-hmm. right? All the movies that you watch and there's the bad, like, just follow the money, as they say in politics. 
follow the money, you'll see the person's motivations. Mm-hmm. Right. And typically, if there's an opportunity for money to be made, you are absolutely going to find corruption there because there are people who love money more than anything else and will do whatever they need to do to gain more money. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. And last but not least, <laughs> uh, uh, God never gives us more than we can bear. I've heard people tell me, well, God will never give you more than you can bear. But no one could ever tell me where that was. First Corinthians 10, 13. And this is NIV version. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So, of course, I remember the last part and that's how. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't know why, but I always remember he will also provide you a way out. Uh, I don't know why. But anyways, mm -hmm. um, so that's that part. But we have another one because there's another verse um, in 2 Corinthians, right? Mm -hmm. 2 Corinthians 12? 2 Corinthians 12. And we'll start at verse 7. Um, the second part of verse seven. So I guess this is seven B uh, says, therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, and this is Paul talking. Um, and I'm sorry, we have to do this. So Paul is just talking about, you know, why he would be foolish to be act like he's the one that's got it all going on. Mm-hmm. Right. And his tendency, his nature may be to act like, hmm, you know, I got it. I got these scriptures going. You know what I'm saying? I'm righteous. I'm good. Right. And, you know, anyway, we see a lot of preachers doing this now, right? A lot of people in general. Yeah. 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 But Paul's a preacher, so we'll talk about preachers. We'll pick on preachers for a second. Okay. Right. But anyway, no, we won't. We won't do that. It's not necessary. It's not. (laughs) So. (laughs) Goodness. Anyway, so Paul is talking about how, you know, it's dangerous for him to, you know, think that all this that God is doing through him is because of him. And he says, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And that's why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Right? So that sounds a lot like God putting more on us than we can bear so that he can show up his strength in us. Right? So, no, God won't put more on us than we can bear without his help. Or, excuse me, with his help. (laughs) But God gives us the grace, right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It was not me that is strong enough to bear mm-hmm. whatever God's put on me. But God gives us what we need, like you said, to overcome temptation or to come out of any situation that he's placed us in. Right. Or sometimes we placed ourselves in because it's not just God dropping you in a bucket of circumstances all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all we have for today is um, remember, God made you special and he loves you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Only the real OGs will be stopped. The real OGs. <laughs> oh man, I love me some veggie sales. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
That's crazy. God made you special and he loves you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> so well, this, is a, this might be another record. This is a short episode. That's what's Was up. it? Praise like 45 God. Minutes. I'm tired. All right. So um, any last thoughts for you? I'm actually good to go. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. So, I mean, again, this was a fun conversation, but I really just want to underscore the importance of us making sure that we are actually reading our Bibles. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. in our, you know, our urge to be a blessing to people, that we're not just giving them empty sayings. Right, whispering sweet nothings, so to speak. Right, because it's still why a nothing. Why did you say it harsh? Like, like because, like, why is why is nothings like sweet? I don't know. I don't, like, what does it even mean? But anyway, <laughs> should have looked that one up. We should have looked up sweet nothings. <laughs> but um, no. So, but it's important. Like, we're not just, you know, telling people what we heard. Yeah. Right, but telling them what God said. Right. right? What is God's word for their situation? Right. What is the will of God concerning them? Are you about to blow on the microphone? I was. <laughs> Go ahead. I knew I was going to do it. So, Go ahead. So, so, yeah. So we we can't take lightly our responsibility as Christians. Right. Because our job is to go out and get more people. Right. And if we're just going, going around saying stuff just to say it, then that takes away the opportunity that we have in that moment to actually reach someone, actually meet their needs or meet them where their needs are and help bring them to the Lord who can supply them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we're so passionate about this. Yeah. And um, that's why, you know, if we're just running around saying empty sayings, then it's not real love. Like I brought that back. Okay. So <laughs> now we're going to close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. Okay. Um, I don't remember what I'm supposed to say. (laughs) Okay, wait. So (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like this episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast provider um, so that you don't miss out on next week's episode and everything else in the future. Um, If you want to follow us on social media. Oh, um, you can follow us on... (laughs) Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At Real Love Podcast. Yes, absolutely. Um, we would love for you guys to reach out to us via email. So yes. you can shoot us an email at reallovepodcast at gmail.com. Comments, criticisms, concerns, uh, special requests for upcoming episodes. Mm-hmm. We take them all. And um, you, speaking of episodes, you can view past episodes, any resources or books that we may have mentioned, mm-hmm. um, and even a little bit more information about us on our website at reallovepodcast.com. Yes. <laughs> we love you guys so much and we will see you next time. Bye. You waved. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Bye. Boy. Uh. <laughs>